0: Ellie Purrier-St. Pierre is a record holder, a professional track athlete, and at her core, a dairy farmer. The current American record holder for the Indoor Mile and the Indoor Two Mile is currently training for the Olympics on a dairy farm in Vermont. She's been a member of Team New Balance Boston since 2018, competing in countless races and winning more than a few. She qualified for the World Championships in Doha in 2019, where she represented the United States in the 5,000-meter race, And as a student athlete at the University of New Hampshire, she was an NCAA Division I 11-time All-American. She grew up raising calves, milking cows, and tossing bales on her family's 40-cow tie-stall dairy in northern Vermont. She met her now-husband, dairy and maple farmer Jamie St. Pierre, in middle school at a 4-H field day. Thank you for joining us today, Ellie. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So what exactly do your days look like?
1: Well, we pretty much set, um, a week schedule for training. Um, so I do like the same things every day of the week kind of, but it's kind of different every day. Um, but in general, I run about 80 miles a week. And so, um, most of the days are just bulk mileage days. And, um, two days a week I do, um, like a harder track session where I, um, kind of do like intervals or like a harder, like workout. After that, I also do a strength training program, like with weights and stuff. Um, and then in the afternoons, I um, I go out for a run again. So I'm usually running twice a day, um, but kind of just a combination of those things.
0: Growing up on a dairy farm, you're no stranger to getting up early in the morning and getting done what needs to be done.
1: Oh, definitely not. No. <laughs>
0: are there times when somebody's like, Hey, could, could you help us out just a little bit with this cow? Come on. You won't slip. You won't pull a muscle.
1: Definitely. I, I feel like I always kind of get guilted into it because I want to help. Um, and you know, my dad's really good about like not asking me, but he'll just always say he's got it. He's got it. And I'm like, no, like I can tell that you, you definitely need a little help around here. And my sister is, um, about to have another baby. So, Really, the last couple of weeks that I've been home, I've had to help quite a bit because I'm kind of picking up her slack. I really do enjoy helping a lot when I'm home. Um, it really brings me a lot of happiness. It's just um, definitely a different training schedule when um, I'm helping here. I, I try to get up a little bit earlier and then get my, my run in after I've been you know, up for a few hours, which is definitely different than when I'm
0: out at training camp. How did you get into running competitively?
1: I started running in high school. I kind of was, you know, not that interested in it at first and didn't really take it that serious, but I had some success early on. And so I decided to stick with it. And it kind of just progressed from there. I realized that I was good enough to get a scholarship to run in college. I was like, well, that's pretty good, you know? And I think it wasn't until college that I really built a love for the sport. And so in college, I progressed even further. And, you know, my junior year, I think, was when I started realizing that maybe I could pursue this even further beyond um, just college running. So I started talking to the right people and kept doing it and I kept getting better. So that was kind of how it happened.
0: So I'm guessing as you're going in your running career, um, you're probably not dealing with a lot of farm kids.
1: I think I I didn't really fully realize until college that growing up on a farm was something different or unique. And everybody's like, wow, you grew up on a farm. Like it was so strange to them. And to me, it was just normal. You know, it was something I was always very proud of. I was proud to say that I was a farm kid. I think the way that I grew up working really hard on the farm is like an asset to my career. It's a skill that I learned from an early age and it's kind of just engraved in me. And so I can't just fake that, you know, like that's something that, you know, has helped me so much in my career. And, you know, also just like the lifestyle aspect of farming is really similar to how people are in the running community. Um, it's just something you do every day. It's kind of something that you're obsessed with, that you think a lot about that all of your decisions are based around, like it's, it's like what you do. And that's really similar between the two communities, although they're completely different. activities (laughs) activities <laughs> similar um it's just their lifestyle you know it's, it's what they do
0: so before the pandemic you were in boston where you were training you're also on the farm when the pandemic hits you're back on the farm full-time coming back what do you appreciate most
1: i'm just so happy to be here um i think what i appreciate most is just being around cows i miss it so much when i'm gone you know, it's just so calming (laughs) to be around the cows when everything in the world is just going crazy, especially I appreciate it. Everything on the farm is pretty much the same, you know, so that's something I really appreciate. I also really appreciate just having something to do. I, I think, you know, from growing up on a farm, I was always busy in high school. I was always doing something like if I wasn't doing sports, I was at home, like helping my dad or doing something around the farm. And so, you know, this different career, has been an adjustment for me. I've kind of had a a hard time with so much downtime. It's just not what I'm used to. And so I think when I'm home that especially, I especially see that that's important to me to stay busy. And so, um, yeah, I really appreciate that when I'm home. Pre-pandemic,
0: you're in Vermont and you're in Boston and you're in Vermont and you're in Boston. And then the pandemic hits and now you're in Vermont and Vermont and Vermont (laughs) and Vermont. How did that affect you in your training?
1: okay. Like, I feel like there is different, you know, like (laughs) waves at first I was just excited to be home. And then I was like, okay, I'm not just home on vacation. I actually have to work. So it was, it was pretty tough, you know, to get out the door and um, get on the same routine that all my teammates are on when they're in Boston or wherever there's a bigger running community, but up here I'm like pretty by myself. So it, it was pretty tough, but I kind of ironed out how to do it up here. Like I figured out that I need to get the job done. So I bought a lot of my own equipment and um, you know, I I found new places to run. And once I kind of got settled in, like I, I'm so happy that I have this home to come home to and, and train here. And I do feel very grounded here.
0: Are you able to get back to Boston a little bit more as we've seen pandemic situations seemingly getting a little bit better?
1: I have, but honestly, I haven't stayed there for more than a couple of days. I feel like it's almost, um, you know, COVID almost helped me transition into this, um, you know, new, you know, like way of training, like that I'm going to be spending more time at home with my husband instead of having an apartment with roommates in Boston. Um, I think that COVID's kind of just like, you know, cut the cord and made that kind of happen. And I'm not that mad about it.
0: (laughs) How do you mentally prepare yourself for, for come what may?
1: Yeah, it's been really tough, you know, since the Olympics were postponed last um last year around this time actually. It kind of has been a roller coaster, I'm not going to lie. You know, I I kept telling myself that all the work that I'm putting in now is going to help me when I need it. Like it's going to help me next year if I'm racing in these big races that I was supposed to be doing this year, you know, this work putting in you know, it doesn't just go away. It helps me get stronger as an athlete. And so I think that was a big part of what helped my motivation training up here by myself. You know, there's the light at the end of the tunnel. Now I've had a couple of races since the pandemic. It's not, um, as big and loud as the races were before. Like there, there was nobody in the stands whatsoever, but you know, I'm just excited that these races are starting to come back. And I really do believe that there's going to be An Olympics this year. So I'm, I'm just focused on that and trying to put all my work in right now. And hopefully it will pay off.
0: Tell me a little bit about team new balance, Boston.
1: Yeah, they're awesome. I love my teammates. I love my coach. We're all like really great friends. And I think that just, you know, furthers our success as you know, as a team and as individuals, we all support each other and, you know, are cheering for each other no matter what. Um, even though we're like in the same races, we're always just as excited when somebody does well, you know, I I've gotten to know everybody pretty well on the team and it's, it's been a lot of fun. I, I definitely don't think I would be as good of an athlete if I didn't have such great friends on my team.
0: What motivates you?
1: You know, I think something that motivates me is always wanting to get better. It's really fun to kind of compare where I'm at now as opposed to where I was, you know, last year at this time or the year before. That's really rewarding to me. So I think that's a huge motivation.
0: So you were a college nutrition major. Could you talk a little bit about dairy and how that can work into a, a very high level, very demanding sports diet?
1: Yeah, I think it's a great asset to my training and my career. You know, the first thing I do when I get done running is I chug a glass of milk and I just know everything in there is going to help me do better. You know, it's got the perfect ratio of carbs and protein when you add the chocolate (laughs) and just so many vitamins and minerals. It's, you know, it's kind of crazy what a great resource it is for athletes like me.
0: Well, and it would seem to be accessible too.
1: Right. It's simple and yeah, it's pretty available. I feel like Anytime I'm out working, working out on a track, I can just find the nearest store, and there's you know milk right there.
0: I mean, you can see in the athletic community some pretty skeptical feelings about dairy in terms of its its value in the diet.
1: Well, yeah, it gets sometimes maybe a little heated when I have those conversations. So I try to keep calm and um, you know even avoid them sometimes. But I I think I just would you know remind people just like how healthy dairy products are, they're so versatile and, um, just filled with so many vitamins and minerals that are not fortified, you know, they're all natural. And so that's, you're going to be able to digest that better than some drink. That's just completely fortified with these vitamins that they're trying to mimic, you know, that's already there in nature from these dairy products. And I, I think it would be extremely difficult to perform at the level that I am By being a vegan, like I think you would need like so much help outside of like I just feel like you would need like your own dietitian.
0: (laughs) What's next?
1: Next week we're headed back out to Flagstaff, Arizona, which is um, kind of home base for us when we're not in Boston. It's uh, seven thousand feet there, so we get in uh, altitude training. We'll probably be there for most of April, and then try to jump in some races and. My coach said that he thinks we'll be back there, but the Olympic trials are in June. So we'll probably mostly be in Flagstaff until then. But yeah, we'll see how the Olympic trials goes and hopefully I'll be in Tokyo this summer.
0: Ellie Prayer Saint Pierre has been our guest today on the Dairy Define podcast. Ellie, thank you for your time and we will be following your progress.
1: Thank you so much. It was great to be here. And a
0: special thank you to NMPF communications manager, Teresa Sweeney Murphy, who set up this interview via a family connection with the St. Pierre's. That's it for today's podcast. If you want to follow Ellie's accomplishments, Team New Balance Boston has an Instagram page. It's at Team NB Boston. And to listen again to this podcast and previous Dairy Defines, please subscribe. Look for the name on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Thank you for joining us and happy trails.